Hi, I'm Christy Chadwick, energy healing, yoga moving, deaf educating, essential oil using, mental wellness promoting, and self-awareness bringer. Allow me to explain. Since I was little, I would say to my family, I want to know everything about everything. <laughs> well, I may not know it all, and I may not have all the answers, but I sure do make an effort to gather experiences, tools, practices, and knowledge. And that's what this is all about. I'm here to share in my own voice about my experiences with healing arts, education, spirituality, and self-awareness. Welcome, e como mai, to the Inward Motion Podcast, the place where we focus on inner healing, inner growth, and inner knowing. Each episode covers a range of topics like mindfulness, mental health, essential oils, energy healing, and more. If you'd like access to intentional practices geared towards your own self-awareness and healing, check out the community of Inward Motion on the Mighty Networks platform. It's free. You'll receive exclusive offers for to work with me one-on-one -on -one in mental wellness studies and discussions, intuitive guidance, emotional care, essential oil recipes, meditations, and more. Download the Mighty Networks app and search Inward Motion, or visit the link in the details of the podcast. Okay, here we go. On to the episode. So last time on this um, podcast, I talked about body awareness, and this time I want to talk about the awareness of the mind. The mind processor, or if you want to call it the ego, or the way that we think from, that is an element of us that we have the ability to observe and notice and, and choose our thoughts. I believe it was, um, you know, there's this quote that talks about um, your thoughts become your patterns and your patterns and your become your behaviors and your behaviors and your habits and your habits become your personality. So it starts with the mind. It starts with the way we think. It starts with how we think and what we think about ourselves and so much of our thinking is learned. It's it's a learned process in many ways um, from childhood and growing up with our family and our friends and what we're told about ourselves, what we're told about the world. And some of our thoughts are carried over from those teachings. And sometimes those thoughts don't resonate with our truth. Sometimes those thoughts are not necessarily exactly what we believe um, intrinsically. Um, and it really just takes that awareness to even notice that that doesn't really align, that doesn't really serve. So when we become aware of the mind, when we become aware of our thoughts, we, we get to choose them. We get to choose what to think. We get to choose what to believe. And maybe it's a belief about ourselves. Maybe it's a belief about others or the world. Whatever it is, it's, it's our choice. It's our knowing. 
So to become aware of the mind and aware of the thoughts, all it takes is a simple mindfulness practice. And you can do this regularly. And I think to start, <laughs> I think to start, it it really comes from a very conscious effort. It comes from the the time. It comes from sitting down and really making it uh, a practice. <laughs> when you sit down and you really practice it, then it can become more of a habit, more of um, a regular unconscious habit. So the really intentional practice, the mindfulness practice is to sit for five minutes and practice looking at your thoughts and seeing them float through the mind and even say to yourself, "Hmm, I wonder what I'll think next. You know, oh, I just thought whatever I'm thinking. And then, oh, I wonder what I'll think next. It creates this detachment. It creates this space so that we are not stuck with the thoughts. We are not stuck in that belief. We are not stuck in feeling the thoughts. We get to separate ourselves so that we can step back and and know that we are not our thoughts. We are not our beliefs. We are separate from them. Our beliefs and our thoughts come in and they have gotten us this far. They have taken us a long way, but they're not everything. They're not who we are. Does that make sense? There's there's an identity that comes in when we um, think our thoughts and when we, when we believe our thoughts. And when we identify with those, then we become them. So when we can separate ourselves from the mindless thoughts of, I'm not good enough. I am, you know, not worthy. I, you know, the world is dark. The, um, these sort of more quote unquote negative thoughts. When we really embrace those, when we start to become those, then our lives can shift into ways that we didn't intend for it to shift. But when we can step back and see that our thoughts are just our thoughts, that that's not true, I am enough, I am worthy, the world is light, you know, the opposite is true, if not truer. Byron Katie has work, has this practice called The Work, and she has a, um, an app and she also has several books, and I highly recommend downloading it, the app. Um, it's, it's a way to look at a belief, something that is causing stress or struggle in your life, and you write down that belief and you practice several steps and you say, is that true? Do I really know that is true? And then you look at who you are with that belief, who you are with that thought, How do you treat yourself? How do you treat others? And what emotions come up? What stories come up? Past, present, future. And then this idea that you can switch it to, huh, who would you be without that thought? 
who would you be without the belief? For instance, the I'm not good enough. Who would you be without the thought I am not good enough? How would you feel? And then she has the practice of turning it around. So you, for instance, the thought I am not good enough, you turn it around and you say, I am good enough. And the saying, I am good enough, you give your mind three reasons why you are good enough. Three tangible evidence in your life right now that you are good enough. And and really, it takes three. It doesn't have to be more, but at least three to show your mind that this is true or truer. All of this is not to say that we reject the mind. It's not to say that we push the mind away, we push the thoughts out, we completely disown our, our thoughts. In fact, when we do that, our mind will persevere. It's, it's that idea that what we resist persists and our mind will come back with full steam ahead and make more thoughts. And we don't want to disconnect completely from the mind. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is we just learn to choose our thoughts. We learn to choose what we want to believe. And we believe what serves us. We believe what intrinsically we know to be truth. Is the idea of you not being enough true? That's for you to decide. That's not for me to decide. That's your own truth. Is the idea of you being this amazing light being truth? Yes, I believe so. (laughs) But still, it is for you to decide. It is for you to choose what you want to believe for your own betterment, for your own life path. So we, I like to look at it as a way for us to be free I believe Tara Brock said that um, the we think 80,000 thoughts per day and the thoughts we think today, we've thought majority of them yesterday. So choose which thoughts you believe. And when we constantly rethink and rethink, those thoughts can then, you know, create those neural pathways that that then begin to become part of us. So make sure you're thinking and thinking thoughts that really serve you and are creating those neural pathways that you want in your life. And this goes into what I'll talk about next time is around the heart. And what we'll want to do with our mind processor is to connect it with our heart space. And connect it with our truth. So it starts with really noticing that monkey mind, noticing the chatter that goes around and around. Notice what you're believing. And then choose a belief. Choose what you want to believe. And that can be the five-minute practice every day. 
that then becomes your moment to moment practice because we want to, I mean, our brain is constantly working. Our brain is constantly thinking. So we want to be on top of it. We want to be with it. And we want to notice those thoughts and we want to see them for what they are. We want to see if they're true or not. We want to see where they're going in our, in our body, in our life. Are they becoming habits? Are they becoming our personality? Is my personality this because I've thought that thought? Is my outlook, is the way I'm treating this person because of that thought? Do I like treating the people like this? Do I like treating myself like that? Is it because of this thought that I'm treating others this way or treating myself this way? These are simple questions in a most compassionate way. Releasing the judgment, releasing any blame or shame. It's just a curiosity. It's, it's an inquiring in the self. You know, the moment we stop questioning our thoughts is the moment that they can take over. It's the moment that we decide that we no longer get to choose who we are or how we are going to respond. So continue to question the mind. Continue to question your thoughts, your beliefs. And see how that serves you. And see what you can become when you get to choose what you believe. <laughs>